For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Local Youth Worker, a daily podcast brought to you by Reformed Youth Ministries. I'm your host, John Parrott. All this week, we will be talking with Liz Edrington. Liz, welcome. Thanks. Liz is the Young Adults Coordinator at North Shore Fellowship in Chattanooga, Tennessee. She also serves on the Board of Advisors for Rooted Ministry, uh, which we'll get her uh, to tell us a little bit more about in just a minute. And she's also a contributing author to the book Gospel-Centered Youth Ministry, which is available through Crossway Books. Uh, Liz, before we get started, would you mind just telling us a little bit more about yourself and you know what you do at North Shore Fellowship, as well as the, the various churches that you've served in? Yeah. Um, see, I started by being a youth minister at Christ Episcopal Church in Charlottesville, Virginia for six years, back from 2006 to 2012. Um, and then I went to seminary at RTS Orlando for counseling and found myself in Chattanooga after that, where I'm at North Shore Fellowship. And I get to oversee the young adults ministry and spent the first couple of years also with my hand in youth ministry and get to do some awesome other things like teach in the women's ministry and help um, foster and equip people in discipleship and leadership training. So I'm really loving my time in Chattanooga. Yeah, it's and, hard not uh, to enjoy time in Chattanooga. That's probably one I of my tell favorite you what, cities. This city is amazing. It's beautiful. I love it here. Yeah. And so when you went down to Orlando, is that where you first kind of got connected with Cameron and Rooted Ministry? Is that, I mean, that could be a segue in telling us a little bit more about Rooted. Because didn't he go to... Orlando as well? Oh, yeah. Actually, so Cameron and I met back in 2009 um, when I was the youth director at Christ Episcopal Church. And we met at this conference in New York City where, um, you know, I'd been to a couple of various youth conferences and hadn't uh, been fed with rich theology and Bible teaching. And here was Cameron Cole telling me, we're about to have this, we're starting a rooted conference that is centered on um, Bible teaching and gospel-centered Christ, cross-centered ministry, and we care about theology. He was saying all these things. So I thought, I didn't know there was anyone out there doing this, mm. and got really excited and signed up to come to that first Rooted Conference in 2010. Um, all right. So that was the beginning yeah. up in New York. And, and now how long have you been on the advisory board? Yeah, since the beginning. Um, I was really grateful to get to be a part of creating the vision and mission and um, helping shape of that ministry and just identifying needs in the youth ministry world. Uh, so Rooted really exists to tran- transform student ministry, we say by fostering grace-driven and cross-centered leaders, which includes parents, through rich theological and contextual engagement. So we want to people teach people not only um, great, rich, doctrinal importance um, of scripture and theology, but also how to engage context of the world the kids are living in mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and just so people can check that out for those who aren't familiar it's rootedministries.org is that correct yeah it's um it's actually rootedministry.com i believe okay. rootedministry.com yeah and if it's wrong we'll, we'll get it corrected and put it on our site for sure so 
anyway, yeah. um, but thanks for y'all's work there. We definitely appreciate that. Um, were you ready to get into the today's question? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. Um, so for those who listen, uh, you know that we ask uh, five basic questions to youth workers. And um, it's interesting. It's been interesting uh, for me just to sit and ask various youth workers these questions and hear um, how they answer them, you know, somewhat similarly at times, but then also different uh, depending on their context. So uh, the question today is, uh, what's the best thing you've done in youth ministry um, this could be an event uh, that you've planned. This could be a certain um, Bible study you've done. It could be a lot of different things. Uh, and it can be one thing. It could be a few things. But what's something you've got for us? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a little paradoxical counselor move on here uh, um, and say, <laughs> get ready. Um, I think one of the best things I've done is learned how not to be a youth minister. Hmm, interesting. Um, I really... Sometimes I, I joke, but also I'm serious when I say that I went to seminary for counseling to learn how not to be a counselor. Mm. And um, it's not why I went, but it's something huge that resulted from going through that program in Orlando. Um, and it's something I think that since going to seminary and being blessed to see a counselor and learn about counseling and practice counseling with folks, that I've learned, wait, maybe I'm, I'm, there's more to me and I'm um, able to offer more of who I am in and through Christ than just this thing, just a counselor, just a youth minister. And um, so I spent a lot of years really loving being a youth minister and the youth director as such in Charlottesville, but it became my identity in a um, more significant way. I think I was married to that ministry without understanding or knowing that I was until I had the chance to look back and do some healing and processing from that. So I'd say that in learning how not to be a youth minister, um, I would talk about how I think I'm in the season where I'm learning to be a human more, um, that the Lord has actually, he's rehumanizing me in and through Christ, that I'm being, um, I think my masks, I pray, I hope and pray, my masks are being removed more, that my self-protective devices are waning more so that I'll trust Jesus more and more and um, hopefully become more of who he's made me to be versus some ideal of what I should be as a youth minister um, or be in ministry. So I hope, I hope and pray I'm operating more out of the Liz he's made me to be than just some really messed up idea of perfection. Mm. Um, that of course, isn't actually perfect. And it presupposes that I know and I have all the answers to what a ministry needs and um, so I'm learning to be a daughter first mm. and I'm, I'm in process of that. That's for yeah. sure. Growing in that. Well, I've got it all figured out so I can, that's an excellent, um, excellent point. Um, I mean, I'm just kind of in the middle of, uh, or just finishing rank and Wilborn's union with Christ. Yes. I mean, that's just been a phenomenal, um, book that I would recommend uh, to anyone. But I mean, very much of just like you're talking about, we can find our identity in so many different things. Um, and so you saying, okay, first, I'm a daughter of Christ um, and not identified by my, you know, career, youth minister, counselor, or whatever. That's, yeah, that's an excellent um, perspective uh, to, like you said, in process, praying about, um, praying that that becomes, more, you know, more realized for sure. Um, and backing up a little bit, did you say it was when you left Charlottesville to go down to Orlando when this, the Lord was kind of bringing this to mind? Is that when you started to process this? 
Yeah, I think having the resources. So we, one of the things, the many things I love about that counseling program is that you are required to be in counseling the first year, if not both years of the program. Mm. And, and I left needing some healing and some, some space to process experiences in, in Charlottesville and, um, to have a really great counselor sit with me and help me be known and practice being known and get to know myself and who God's created me to be more and learn to grieve and mm-hmm. um, things that I, I just hadn't been equipped with yet that now, gosh, I'm super grateful to get to hopefully, Lord willing, equip the church with more and more. Um, they, yeah, it opened my eyes to that maybe I had this picture of following Jesus um, sanctification being this, I'm just going to get better and better and need Jesus less and less and become this automaton robot Christian that gets everything <laughs> right and knows everything versus, wait, maybe I'm, I'm becoming more human. Like he is, he is restoring me to what I'm created to be as is and not as someone else or some um, abstract ideal of a human being, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's excellent. And so have you, I mean, since, you, you know, again, this is something, uh, we're all dealing with, we wake up every morning with an identity crisis, you know, we we Mm. forget who our identity is in in Jesus Christ and the finished work. And so we're all struggling with this, wrestling with this, but have you seen or noticed any specific fruit, um, in your, you know, current ministry from, uh, from this or ways in which the Lord has carried you and grown you? Um, I know that I need Jesus more. <laughs> um, I see my need more. Um, maybe I'm quicker to wake up in the morning and say, um, Lord, help. Lord, have mercy. Um, I, I need you for this day. I need daily bread. And I actually really need your your mercies that are new every morning and not just, oh, I figured out how I'm going to do this ministry and do it awesome, you know, last mm-hmm. month. So I'm on my way. But uh that and asking, I think learning to identify my needs more, I pray, um, as, as a human being with limits that God's given me. And then learning really to let people into that need, saying to friends, I need you to remind me of who I am in the Lord and of what's true and of what's good and where hope is. And, uh, you know, we're meant to be hearers of the word. God speaks those locutionary acts that he's a the speech acts were powerful and they brought creation out of nothing. And I think us speaking to one another has great power and I need to hear it. It's not just that I know it and it swims around in my head in an abstract way, but I need friends to actually offer it. So I'll ask people like, please remind me of who I am and of, of the gospel of what's true. I need, I need that even for my kids. Like let's remind each other of this. Let's remind me too. You know? Yeah. Now that's, uh, yeah, again, that's, that's excellent. And you just think of, I mean, one practical thing, just the impact that will have on students alone uh, to hear, um, that, you know, someone, most likely they look up to admitting, hey, I'm weak and I've not arrived um, by any means. And just uh, how the Lord can use that in their lives and shape their worldview at a young age. Um, mm-hmm. Just alone thinking about it from that perspective is very encouraging. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's that's excellent. Is, is there anything else you want to add to that? Yeah, I'd say the best thing I've done in youth ministry, uh, learning to honor my needs as a follower of Jesus before I'm a leader and then there's also this really great story of blowing two tires on a borrowed Suburban on the way to a youth event. I could tell that was pretty awesome. Like really, <laughs> I've had some awesome failures in youth ministry, uh, including being proposed to by a really sketchy waiter in front of my students while on a mission trip oh, in New Orleans. Man, There are some quality stories in there. So um, That's excellent. yeah, it's, it could go on and on, but mainly um, let's say best thing I've done learning to say, I don't know more. And um continue to be rooted deeper in the word, but learning to have needs to grieve, um, 
to be a human, I pray in Jesus through him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Liz, once again, that's really good. So thanks for that. You're welcome.